1: My daughter goes, um, um, my boyfriend's really mad at (laughs) (laughs) you. He said I was dry, that you mentioned he dry humps me, and he's not, I'm like, first of all, no I didn't. I said they dry hump, and it makes me uncomfortable. You know what he's getting
2: in school right now, yeah, dry humper.
1: Guys, who want to buy him doing the motion? <laughs> <laughs> who am I? Oh, you.
2: <laughs> oh, that's great. That's
1: hey, you ex- know what? That's part of the package when uh-huh. you're going to be dating hey, a girl that's uh, fathers in the public eye.
2: He, if he does anything wrong, you're just like, hey, you never know. When
1: this <laughs> is gonna- you better hope Nikki Six don't call you twat. <laughs> 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 that's real. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> Vicky Six is now involved and he's tweeting you're a twine. (laughs) Now you're in trouble. (laughs) Right, What's up, Mike. I like it. Sometimes I like when it's just me and you. I do too. I like the three. I'm, like I'm three. better with three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm. Well, it's always get three. You get one little giggler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they kind of throw in something else, and it goes on. Uh, I loved last week. Yeah, last week was
2: really good with Bill. With
1: Bill. Yeah. Bill was a cool little mix of throwing there. I did a Canadian rock station. See, I got it. Hold on. It's C-103. Wait, the station uses its on-air branding C-103. Huge Canadian. Scotty Mars is the DJ. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rock 103, C-J-M-O-F-M, mainstream rock with DJ Scotty Mars. This guy listens to the podcast. Uh And I... I love that he listens. He goes, I love the one with you and Mike. And mm-hmm. you guys were just, you guys were, um, I think it was like two or three ago. Yeah, me, you, and Alex were talking yes. about uh, all the- uh, We got heavy. Yeah, yeah. We were just not heavy. We were just talking. Yeah, Like yeah, we yeah. would at a bonfire and when no one's around. Just the way, the way a lot of people talk. But he was saying, he goes like this, he goes, so, he goes, so, uh, why did Nikki six call you twice, eh? You know what? How do you. So you do listen to. I always listen. I love the podcast. (laughs) Um, So he. So I want to say hello to you. I want to say a big, big, big hello to uh, DJ Scotty all the way up there in Canada who listens to the podcast. So I got excited. Dude, I'm being very aggressive with this album. I see Um, that. I see that. I hear your
2: your interview schedule and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't understand how you're doing that all. Because I
1: love this and I don't want to. No matter what you do, and you can get agents, you can get managers. It doesn't matter how big the manager is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how big the agent is. You need to manage yourself. Mm-hmm. I've learned that over and over. Classic example. I heard on the radio, WDHA, where we live, mm-hmm. New Jersey, has this huge rock carnival festival. Right? Is it Metallica and Volbeat and all that? No, but... There's some powerhouse bands playing. And it's huge here. Huge yeah. here, and you're gonna get radio playing. It's nonstop. So, I went, and the Saturday lineup is right up our alley mm-hmm. as far as audience goes. And then some, like our hardcore audience, Twisted Sister yeah. is the headline. Yeah, how great is that? It's we get. Got, I gotta look at all the. So, I went. Why are, Why weren't we? Why aren't? Is anyone looking at this on the radar? But it also... I mean,
2: you're, uh, in, uh, yeah. you're in Morris County. I know. And that station is in Morris County as well. That's I, what I would be like, wait, there's a Morris County guy with exactly,
1: an album? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So um, I called up... I called Amelia my agent, and I went, listen, there's this huge rock festival in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And um, I, the, the band's... This is our lineup. Alice Cooper. Yeah. Um, pop uh, Papa Roach is playing hailstorms playing twisted sister yeah um trickster from Jersey oh yeah he's playing so it's like is uh what's his name with them uh, yeah Steve Brown Steve Brown so oh, cool. maybe if Steve Brown's not working on he's where trickster's playing Sunday uh-huh. if he's not working Saturday maybe he'll jump on and just okay, yeah. shoot if, cool. maybe we'll have three four five guitars <laughs> The new Iron Maiden. (laughs) That's right. Wow, those guitars sounded huge live. (laughs) I didn't know they had eight guitar players. (laughs) Well, it's in New Jersey. They just bring all their friends who have guitars. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and it's weird how we were just talking about uh, Twisted Sister for a while. But so long story short, I called up and I said, why has anyone checked into this? And then within, uh, I said, and I have to say, Steve Brown mm-hmm. gave me a call. Steve Brown is actually part of, he's he's like, uh, he plays in Trickster. He's part of Trickster, New Jersey. Great guitarist. Been around for a while. But he also is, um, he's in Deaf Leopard's camp. Yeah. So for those of you who don't understand bands, sometimes a, a big band will go around and if a guy gets sick, or so they have subs, just God forbid something goes wrong, boom, they leash you out. Like a play, a Broadway mm-hmm. play, they got you on hold. Yeah. So they can so it's very hard for him to hard for any musician to book something because once you're on hold, yeah, you can't go uh you know, it could be two hours for the show and it's they like go you're on you're like a doctor on call. You're a doctor on call, twenty four seven. Someone yeah. falls down the stairs, get Steve Brown immediately. Yeah. Um So yeah, so long story short, I just was hoping to get in um, maybe uh, Sunday, because they have not announced the Sunday lineup. Right. I'm looking for the festival. What is it called? It's called the uh, WDHA presents the Food Truck and Rock Carnival. Uh Uh-huh. Venue, First Energy. We're at Lakewood. Lakewood. Lakewood, New Jersey. Okay. Lakewood New First Energy Park, 2 Stadium Way, Lakewood, New Jersey. Dude, that's going to be good and I, and it might the pay is probably going to be better than the other festivals, really? Yeah. Cuz I love that if they got a backline all that I can I can dish out a little more for the day. And then there's also no travel. That's what I'm saying. There's no travel. There's no putting anyone up. Yeah. So I can be like, hey, you know, n- normally it's... These one-offs are going to be completely different than... Uh... Yeah. These first three festivals, we're playing Chicago Open Air. And by the way, yes, those are birds in the background. Mike has his window open. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can hear them, but... It, it sounds it... kind of cool, though. It does sound cool. It
2: sounds like we're in the woods, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're walking in the woods right we're, now. We're at, uh, we're on a hike. We're at Hacklebarney Park right now. Wait, shh. shh. <laughs> look,
1: here's a baby deer. Right there is a baby deer. Oh, look, it's a little, little woodchuck right behind I see a cow over there. No, there's no cows in this park. There's no cows. They're there. only on the farms. Um, so yeah, we're on that festival. It's pretty awesome. I was on. Um, we got another sick review. Did you go to DHA or you just <laughs> call them? Yeah. I'm gonna go there, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't notify them. I learned, and I'm not sure if I'm really supposed to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about, I dreamt of this. If I should really talk about this, but I learned so much about radio play and how to get on the radio. Uh huh. And it's not what the public thinks. Nothing what the public thinks. Nothing what I thought. Uh huh. It's basically. Um, and I, and I pulled my manager and said, "I don't want to hear. I'm tired of hearing. Well, you're not the new uh, rock like you know uh, the the pop hard alternative, and you're not, um, and you're also not classic." I'm like, listen. Let me just say
2: that they're probably saying that to every single band, whatever they are. They're they're saying, "Well, you're not the like to someone else. They're going, you're not playing like the old '80s
1: metal type stuff that everyone wants to
2: hear." Yes.
1: And so and and well, you're not really the newer. And I'm going, you're you're going to tell me the song "Who's Better Than Us" Mm -hmm. is not in the same category of everything being played right now on Octane and all the other new rock stations? No, those have a little bit of a newer... (laughs) (laughs) They just say things that don't make sense. And that's what I kept saying. I went, so let me ask something. When the new guy comes along and now he is being played, how does he eventually break that eye? How does he get on there? Someone had to tell... I won't name band. Someone had to say to this band, well, you know, we're kind of into, uh, we're playing, the, like right now Volbeat, and mm-hmm. rightfully so, is the uh, Volbeat, Shinedown, or the, um, you know, Hailstorm, always Five Finger Death Punch. They are, they, they're just monsters. But where were they five years ago? Where like, were they? And where was were they? playing them? Who's playing them? And when they first started playing them, why were they getting radio play? Right. Of course they deserve it because they're that good. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell me Right. our song, who's better than us, and all that. So <clears throat> I basically got the t- I'm like, listen, I want you, I don't want to hear they're not doing I and I got the breakdown. It comes down to if you and and you can look this up as a business model. Mm-hmm. If you're a new band and you really, you, you, a you have to have a song that you that's radio playable, right? Yeah, you know we all think we're great. Mm-hmm. We all think like, hey, we deserve to be on the radio. I would honestly put it all out there, and I'll go toe to toe and debate anyone. We have at least at least three un- unarguably uncontested radio songs, right? Yeah. Mr. Rock and Roll with Brian Johnson is Old a school. huge yeah. Yeah. radio song. Right. There's no way you could
2: say that that's not huge. It's almost like saying, it's, well, then tell me Back in Black's not. It couldn't be.
1: It's ridiculous yeah. how much of a great radio song Mr. Rock and Roll is. Mm-hmm. Old School is a, a huge radio song. Yeah. And so is Who's Better Than Us. Yep. Who's Better Than Us, I think... Has a possibility to get even bigger, wider play than the other two, mm-hmm. Yep. because it branches out to so many people, yep. And then you can arguably say thrash can get away with um, with some of the new rock stations, yeah. And I would say you can arguably say teenage girls could break into some type of yeah wider range. Uh-huh. I'm not sure about any the unexplained that would be the newer that would be what unexplained put me in a battle royale with the song unexplained with another new band that's being presented Uh so long story short what i discovered and i'm gonna do it i'm Uh gonna fight i said i've got a window here these these younger bands you know this is their life Mm-hmm. And they have to put their and they have to rely on put the album out, go hit the road for 60 days. And I respect that to the highest degree, right? However, and that's how they get so good, too. That's how they get live. so good. That's how their
2: live show gets so good.
1: But they have to I, l- look it up. Any major band on the radio has, has one of two things going on one, their management runs a radio station mm-hmm. or runs a part of a touring company mm-hmm. in with uh, a major touring ticketing company. Like a Live Nation. Type, yes. yes. Something like that. Mm-hmm. That That is one reason. I, I learned now. I'm like, oh, so that's why I hear that song ten times a day? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Well, yeah. Um... Which makes sense, because if I was a manager, the first thing I would do is like, I want my hands in these these certain radio stations that you can still, that are not owned by Clear Channel and all that, Mm -hmm. and I can go, "Um, I'm going to get advertising money, and by the way, we're going to be playing this.
2: If I were a touring company, I would have the radio station. I would own it.
1: Yeah. I would own it. If I was Live Nation, like, good, I own these stations. It's going to get you so many more people at your shows. Right. And it's, I guess it's a... They a, have to. I, uh, I would i would think. So, you know, in the old days, they said you really have to butter up the, uh, the program director. Mm-hmm. It's no different. Yeah. It is no different today. So what's the other option? Tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you, you, you have to, you can't, they can't, they can never legally say, um, hey man, listen, um, here's a shabiggle, uh, uh, hey, why do not I give you 10,000, oh, I can't, that's, no, I'm not allowed to do that, hey, you know what, I'd really like to sell these couches, can I make these couch, I just hooked up with, um, Lampshade R Us, And they're huge fans of ours. So if I get the... They're going to give you the X amount of dollars, but at the same time, you need to play us five times a day. Right. Ah, okay. Uh Let's see what we can do. Or I take you and your wife out and we give you a nice Ruth Chris steak dinner. Mm-hmm. and make sure you have that amazing thousand dollar night steak dinner for you and your family once a month and that is that's just the way the world goes but that blew my mind I said listen i don't care I don't care if i got to do the steak dinners mm-hmm. I don't care if I have to find an investor that'll mm-hmm. say hey Jim i'll give you i'll give you 50 grand and that'll guarantee us Big radio play up until December, and then you kick off a tour, you give me 5% of your tour sales for the first year. Mm-hmm. No problem. No problem. You give me a small portion of this and that. Okay, yeah, no problem. What I, I don't know how that works. Right. I really don't. Yep. But a lot of these... T- t- Rob Caggiano. Or you have advertisements,
2: advertisements for whatever that person, say it's a guy from this company, they give you a certain amount of money. Now you go on tour and you have an ad. And I have you an ad. To, that's yeah,
1: right. Everywhere. You you get them to play me, and I'll advertise you on stage and Be, on our tour on bus on our screen. On when our s- before yes, before
2: we show our little things. It's that's this right.
1: Little ad for
2: Monster Energy Drink. Dude, that's freaking. I just, that's awesome. I'd even think of that. Uh-huh. We can do. T- we should jump on that immediately. Oh God, we're gonna have a screen in front of the whole show. It's not. That's even better than just an ad on the side. Like, yeah. Buy yes. your merch. Not like, Yeah, by the, mer- the
1: screen. Right, it's on our big screen while the show's playing. Mhm. Uh-huh. Why not? So that is uh so I have to do some homework and I'm going to make management um really you know m- and I get they're busting balls. I got to say I really like my management team. But all management has to know all this as well. They do, but clear here, I'll give you a great um, you're closer to certain guys than other. One of the guys told me goes, you know, I have to honestly say we not that we're on cruise control, but there's an easy system for every band. Mm-hmm. It just it's we do A, B and C. Mm-hmm. You are a curveball. And you're making us work like we are literally going like whoa we gotta we got a whole different we gotta use our juices in a completely different way we haven't had this situation ever yeah or we haven't had it in 15, 20 years usually it's just band comes out this is what we do ding and and this is when you play it and this is how much money gets invested and da-da-da. you are a a, a complete curveball but you have a I, you give them a lot of advantages that they don't have huge advantage actually. yeah. I would think so. Yeah. At least va- bands on our level. Right, right. That's what I mean. And so, A, I don't mind flying and, and, and doing a, a special. Oh, uh, Johnny Dare is a huge fan of us. Mm-hmm. He has me on. I told Johnny, and I'm going to tell him again, you want us to come out and do a show? I'll do a free freaking show. Mm-hmm. You just uh, give me enough money that I can pay the band and I can get their tickets. And put mm-hmm. them up, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll do a free show for you. You tell me what advertisers want to be in there, blah blah blah. You play us, mm-hmm. DHA. What? Okay, I'm gonna get. Go, now that we're on a carnival, I'm gonna go in there and go. What do you need? Uh, how about I do something for you? Let's talk to your advertisers. Let's do what we got to do, and and maybe I can do something for all these guys. I just that if I gotta go that length, mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna go to it because yeah. I believe this is a great freaking project. Yeah, this is a great. And pre- it's gonna come back. Yes, After, yeah. Caggiano, Rob Caggiano, for those of you just started listening, did all the guitars on her album, and he produced the album, playing in Volbeat right now, um, produced Volbeat. He told me when we were recording, he would, he would tell me all this. He'd go, bro, you, you start finding investors. Like, what do you mean? He goes, listen, you're on a great record label. They can only spend so much. You imagine... Find an investor, I'm like oh, for what? Because uh, you just you're gonna need investors. Mm-hmm. Like your bands need investors. Mm-hmm. Now I know what he's talking about. Right now, because they they blatantly told me, dude, twenty grand buys you, you know, a month. Mm-hmm. Fifty, seventy five buys mm-hmm. you. You're gonna be on the radio for a while, mm-hmm. and now you set up your touring, your this and that. So, and that. do you have ideas of investors? No clue right now. Yeah, because now I'm learning all this. So all all I can do right now, which is helping us, is hit every media outlet. I also knew word of mouth, every review, every review from iTunes, which is huge. Mm -hmm. iTunes gives it all stars. Mm -hmm. There's not a half. Yeah, it gives it full blown five stars. Five freaking stars. Mm Hmm. Um. Every every rock, every metal, every everything, and I, what I'm discovering is they wanted to see if we were co- if I was coming out with hokey, mm-hmm. and if I was going to poke fun, right? And they realized the passion, and they realized no, this is we're really being legit. Mm-hmm. So now that that's happening, and when they listen to it, they get excited and they're and they're, they're with open arms. Yeah. So I know I know it's good. Mm-hmm. and i know when we present live especially after the last yeah the last rehearsal i'm on still such a high <laughs> yeah that was fun you you being up on the drum riser now over the, you
2: getting your you're like performing
1: well because now once the songs are coming together now i can now i can see myself performing right and when i perf- now and the tighter we get and now i know when to turn and go hold on Mm -hmm. I can hold them for 10, 15 minutes and tell a story and be funny right here and break it up and get the crowd to hoop and chant and this and that. And then we go back in the store. We're going to kill. And the show. It's going to be so much
2: fun. When I picture the Vegas thing you talk about, that's. Yes. To me, that is what I'm really excited for. Like that was like the. To me, that's going to be what you explained to me years Years ago, ago. When you said, this is my idea. Yes. I have. Yes. And. It was always like, oh, this is like it's not a play. It's, it's
1: not a play.
2: Again, it's I don't even know, can you call it a one man show if there's a band no, there? So but, but it's, it's a there's a story. I mean I don't know how many rock shows have stories. Right. Unless and it is it's rock of ages
1: or something, but I mean like a To me it's a story. It is literally a fam a guy grew up in the eighties, early nineties. Now he's got a family. He's the sandwich generation, but still a metalhead. Mm-hmm. And when no one's home, he gets to vent everything. He comes in the garage to vent mm-hmm. I'm a father and this is going on in my teenage world. And boy, I got new updates on that. <laughs> <sighs> Gonna have to wait a while before I release some of that. <laughs> um, you know, elderly parents, mortality. And all the songs work perfectly. And I can tell that story by either verbally telling it Mm -hmm. or on the screens. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, like teenage girls already got a visual where I show my girls playing as little girls (laughs) Uh and me as a daddy. And then all of a sudden they graduate. Now we hit teenage world and now the visual is completely different. Right. Right. And you're reading all these horror stories. And you're all
2: happy in the beginning stories. That's and right. And
1: then at the end, you're just worn out. Right, and like... I'm
2: worn out. And now... <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on your porch in the backyard just staring. Exactly.
1: <laughs> That's funny. So it's, it's literally like if you have a... I, I told management too, I really want to talk to the guys of Rock of Ages. Yeah. Really, really, really want to talk to them because I think they would get this. They would get it big time. And... They're gonna try to find them. I'm not really sure how to find them. I, I've looked on there. I, I don't. I don't know. All I know is I think I've. I may have said it here. They originally, before it came out, they offered me the MC role right. on Broadway.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I just couldn't afford. I was so flattered, and I. I was torn. I was torn. Mm-hmm. But my wife and I sat and looked at the. It's just the budget. I'm like. Oh. We can't afford this right now. Yeah. We got three kids in freaking private school.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We're not going to, we're, we're going to drown for a year. Yeah. This is really bad. And I can't, I can't go and tour anywhere. Right. It's going to be a disaster. So that's every night? Pretty much, yeah. It's six mm-hmm. or seven nights, yeah, two yeah. shows on a Friday, two shows on a Saturday, mm-hmm. plus rehearsals, um, driving in the city every day. Yeah. Um, you wind up
2: just staying in the city probably.
1: Yeah. A lot. and And I would have killed to do it freaking five years earlier Mm -hmm. five years earlier oh my god Mm -hmm. but i always thought about that i was always so flattered that they thought of me that way and they said and they even said we know it's not metal but it's the hair metal and so many, and the tony bands like yeah 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 this is cool yeah i think they'd be the perfect people to sit and figure this out with do you know who contacted you? It was the producers. So you don't have And, and the, the writers. writers. do
2: information. No,
1: have- I looked at my emails. I, I'm looking because yeah. I'm thinking that was I want to say I was about to tour Let's Clear the Air. So I want to say it was 2009 or 10-ish. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around there. 2009, 10 or 11. And I looked I looked everywhere, and I can't freaking find it. And I'm trying to think, who sent it to me? Did uh-huh. they send it to me? Did they just call and Did reach it out? Did management, maybe? I looked at all my management back then, their emails. Yeah. Um, I just can't, I, I, can, I can't find it. So it was before
2: it was out? Yes,
1: given? yeah. Yeah, yeah, They were just... So it's the creators of... Yes, yes. You gotta be able to find out who created... You know, just like what you said. Think of this stage show where... Let's say teenage girls about to come out. And we just finished a big piece. Mm-hmm. The big, loud, whatever it is. We just finished uh, Who's Better Than Us. Mm-hmm. And then as it goes, to, now as the lights go out, we bring your mood into It's Just a Front Porch. Mm-hmm. Just a front porch, dark lights. And it's me sitting there and go, I got three girls. And now all of a sudden you're taken out of the concert. Yep. And now you're in a... 10 minute play of talking of what it's like to be a father. Yeah. And the difference of teenage boys and blah, blah, blah and Tina. And you make it funny. You make it thought provoking, relatable. And then boom, as it start, as he's finishing up, now the light starts slowly coming up with the pulse. And now the band and we're back in it, we're back in
2: the concert. So that's, that's a, a Colin Quinn's show. We had where, uh, a brief history I forget a brief history in time or something is one man show I saw that it, I
1: saw part of, I, yeah. I got that on DVD oh my god it's,
2: it is amazing
1: so what he what he do so he, Colin what he do.
2: does is he goes from it's each civilization and part of the world he starts with one so he'll go and sit on the steps on one side and there'll be a whole back screen of that civilization and then he'll uh, walk over to another side this side shuts down and then you see you now like the map of that city in that time period Ooh. and then he'll go over so it's always a background based on what he's so you could like walk over here and it's the porch setting right and it just like shuts down yeah
1: that's a great idea you know you have the garage setting you have a porch <laughs> setting you have uh you know teenage girls the family warrior is another whole thing that is that is like one area yeah that is we got by the way we got green light for two more videos yeah I have a funny visual for te- raising teenage girls but we also have Family Warrior and Family Warrior I want to make look like a sitcom yeah so I gotta start thinking of funny ideas for that like the Brady Bunch no. More like a uh more like coming on ABC. Oh, right, I see I
2: see. Yeah. yeah.
1: <clears throat> you know, and it's a little over the top. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh the bills are pi- you know, this bill collector's just showing up front. Thro- I'm just sitting there at a desk. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and they're just dropping bills in front of me. Right. The bills are piling higher. I see. Yeah. My mind's on overload and I'm face is shade and I'm gonna admit, I'm gonna explode and just push everything out of the way come out of smoke, break out, (laughs) get ready. I don't know. That's good. I got to figure, that. that's something I got to, I got to figure out. Yeah. But back to what I was saying before, I told them I'm ready to fight and ready to put all my energy because I believe, I've had this vision for years and years and years and years. Mm -hmm. Now it's here. And now, Caggiano keeps telling me like we got to do another record. We got to, but I also know now that he's managed by Q Prime. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be big. Yeah, they're gonna be big. They're mm-hmm. already great and big, but now you've got probably the uh, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, musical management backing you. Yeah, it's just their doors are easy. Here, we're gonna put you here because we have this. They have access to everything. Mm-hmm. We are the Hall of Fame. Right, we are d- TV. We are movies. We are whatever you want. Mm-hmm. They ask us to do everything and anything because we we almost played. We almost got Metallica on the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not going to play Super Bowl. We'll do a pre Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's how. Yeah, and and you know, bands like Metallica made that path. Yep. made that easy for people. So how people should acknowledge that a little bit more. Uh huh. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, big bands open the doorways for a lot of people, including me. Yep. Including me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I always, 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 when I do stand-up, I always mention bands that I think have paved such a great way just for me personally. Right. Even in a business way. Mm-hmm. You know any people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, but at the end of the day, I'm a big fan and the times where Metallica said, "Hey man, you want to you want to come and do this?" Oh my god, yeah. And we're doing a festival, you guys playing it. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Thank you. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, oh, I think about it all the time. It's crazy that we did that. It's crazy that we <laughs> did crazy. that. And if it wasn't for that show, I, that is when the, that show is the, I already had the idea we need to make a record, we need to do that, but it was that show that made me go, okay, full steam ahead. You know what's funny is you
2: mentioned the first time we did like the ACDC rehearsals when we were going to do that ACDC show at Bernie's when I first met you. Yeah, yeah. You go, so I got this Metallica thing coming up. And I was like, oh. you're like, I don't know, maybe I'm going to play it. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even understand what you're saying, really. <laughs> but you're just like, you know, we go up, we do some songs. And it was like, but so you almost had that. You didn't even, you weren't
1: even playing. No. When you had that booked. Mm-mm. But I knew I was capable of putting together because I already have in the past. Yeah. We toured it, done it. Right. <clears throat> we we did it all the way up until 2004, touring with the band, doing rock. Yeah. We used to do Metallica, doing um, uh, Gilligan's Island. Right. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. We were on the the Dennis Leary Roast. Uh-huh. And at the end of the Dennis Leary Roast, that's what I tell people. You know, certain people are like, hey, man, okay, do your history. I started this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dennis Leary Roast we came on at the end and we redid the song You're an asshole you, you, You're an asshole oh, yeah, you. yeah. And we came on at the very end and I said you know what you yodeled you had your big chance of singing you yodeled <laughs> Like you should have meddled it out and we did asshole as a metal song Right, right And I don't know if it was funny or whatever but it doesn't matter the point was we were already touring we were already doing all this Where were you what were the places you were playing Are you, oh, you playing ass, rock clubs or Yeah We played House of Blues in Jersey. We played the um, the Fillmore in San Fran. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Uh, James was there. Lars was there from Metallica. Um, We played we played all rock clubs across the whole country. Played Saint Saint Louis, this place called Mississippi Nights. uh Played every House of Blues there is. We played uh, New Orleans, Orlando. I want to say Houston, LA. We kicked it off in LA on Sunset on Sunset, mm-hmm. um, San Fran. The Fillmore played Arizona, played Utah, Chicago House of Blues. We played all the House of Blues. So did you? Did you book that? Like your management book at it? that time? My agent, who uh, at that time was Rick Greenstein, who is who's awesome. He's known mm-hmm. as a great comedy agent. Yeah. Um, oh, so it was the person who was
2: booking your comedy also booked these.
1: Yes, but he also, you know, at the time, I was also, I was also very on the radar. Just came off SNL and just came off a of half baked. Right. And so I still was very heavily on the radar. Right. Played a lot of colleges. Oh,
2: so. And, and then, did you have a tour manager and a sound person that traveled with you? Was we it had just a you-
1: sound guy. And who was also... Also the sound... um, Also like a tour manager. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he did everything. But everyone did their own thing. You know, they would go up and they would set up and all that jazz. We didn't have... Like roadies and stuff. We didn't have roadies or nothing. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even have freaking merchandise. Right. (laughs) We just wanted to go up, kill, and get out of there. yeah. And they were such fun shows. Mm-hmm. There were such fun shows. See, I look at that and I go like, so that now
2: that shouldn't be that hard to set up that situation.
1: That's what I say. But I get n- now it's a little different. Like, do you really want to be up there setting up yourself? It'd be nice to have a guy right. who knows you, knows the band. A sound guy that knows everybody. Right. Knows what the songs are sounding like. And wait a minute. We had a, we had a, I take it back. We had a tour manager and a sound guy. Okay. And um, they both were awesome. Absolutely awesome. And, you know, even a sound guy, you know, he also was really good as a tech and all that jazz. Uh-huh. He tours with Sammy Hagar. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I should look into him again. He probably... You know what? When you tour that much, he's probably married by now. Back then, he was... Back then, he was, like, in his 20s. Yeah. So he's probably, like, 35 now, 36. So do you really want to go on stage and be tinkering and people looking like, is that my teaching? Or unless it's, you know, the curtains are down, different story. Right. Yeah. Which, in our case, it was. Right. Sometimes that's the way it
2: is. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, like, a thing where it's like, oh, just... Get get a 15 shows under our belt somehow. Well,
1: we're going to. Yeah. Trust me, we're going to. And I thought about this. There's no reason why I can't book somewhere in Atlantic City. Mm -hmm. From now until the Las Vegas state, there's no reason why I can't book everything we can drive to. Mm -hmm. Let's do a show in Albany. Let's do a show in Connecticut. Let's do a show in New York City. Mm -hmm. Let's do everything we can drive to. Right. And then Vegas kind of shows you what this concert tour is going to be. Mm-hmm. Even though I would highly suggest going to all the ones before that, especially Brooklyn. Yeah. If I was a fan, me too. I would be going to the Brooklyn shows. Me too, exactly. Because it's going to be so loose and so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may go on a 15, 20-minute tangent. I already thought about, we got to do comedy covers. Uh-huh. I have to do oh, Brian yeah. Johnson doing Kinnison. Ozzy Osbourne doing Richard Pryor, and, and James doing and the James carrot doing top. the carrot top. <laughs> yeah. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah, you have to do that. And then in the background, it's just you like. <laughs> it's just each guy has his own little, has his own little uh, theme. A theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Good. Yeah. Dan, 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 dan. Baby on board. <laughs> yeah. Now I thought of this. I thought of this. I know some comics. I know some rock guys. Think of this show. I know a couple rock guys. Uh, Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um Craig Gas. Yes! Craig Gass. Craig Gass. Craig oh Gass. my god, the Gene Simmons he does is yes! the funniest yes! thing in the world. Get okay, Craig Gass. Get oh. okay, Chris Jericho. Myself. And anyone else that can do rock guys. If it was. And we do comedy <laughs> covers uh-huh. as the rock guys yeah. doing stand-up comedy. Yeah.
3: That's Dude!
1: great. We got to do it as a podcast. Uh-huh. Why do we say. Like, all
2: right. <laughs> I just want to hear a conversation with him doing Lars.
1: And we can do the all other... behind the scenes <laughs> yeah. of us talking to one another. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is, see, now that's something that we should do at the Brooklyn shows. Yeah. Is Craig, is it Craig Gass? Craig Gass, Is yeah. he a uh, East Coast guy or no? I don't know. I think he's West Coast, but I don't know. Mm. He hasn't?
2: Yeah. Here we go. I got it. Hold on. Let me call him. That's who we were talking about the rehearsal last time, and you walked in was Craig Gass doing Gene Simmons. He's so Simmons. funny. To Gene Simmons. Yes. It's yes. Hysterical.
1: He's hilarious. Is Brian Jones.
3: Hey there, you reached six
0: six. At the tone, please record your message.
3: When you finish
1: recording, you may hang up. Craig, Brew, give me a call. I want to know if you're going to be in New York um, anytime in July, and August. Uh, we're playing Brooklyn, the Knitting Factory. And I really want you to come be part of those shows. And I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing. All right? Knitting Factory in July and August. Um, give me a call, man. I want to see how you are. Just, you'll not call me. You'll not give me love. Please give a call, Greg. Okay. Uh, later, Gator. Did I say it was me? Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. How great would that, that show would be? be? Great. Who else should be who else does impressions like that? I'm going to reach I'm going to reach out to Jericho right now.
2: Who could who could Gene Simmons do as a a comedian? Who's like a really monotone? That might be a Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Gene 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 Simmons doing Mitch Hedberg.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> that 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 might be really funny. <laughs> Gene Simmons doing Mitch Hedberg. I can't do Gene Simmons to imitate it. Oh, wait a minute. And and I wanted to do um who would Halford do? Uh and oh, he's no, gotta that, end the, he jokes. Was the uh. I feel like he was Stephen Wright. Yeah, that's what it was. But he doesn't have to be. Who would Rob Halford be if he if he was covering a comedian? <laughs> but who would Rob Halford be? The
2: Stephen Wright is funny just because of how mon- he's like oh my. <laughs> And but
1: Halford has to after scream. every joke yeah! go Oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Howie <laughs> Mandel <laughs> Well Howie Mandel is is more yeah, uh I think so. Well no he's very physical Yeah right right he's super physical so it's hard to it's hard to um Howie's hard to uh it's really hard to uh... I don't know if someone could do it. He's hey. like childish. He's like paranoid when right. he talks.
2: The way he talks. Right. Do you hear me through this? I hear
1: you perfectly. Oh, um, dude, that is that is a great freaking idea. That is a great idea. <laughs> I'll come out, Brian Johnson, do the Kinnison stuff. Are you gonna just? Are you gonna use the puppets or no? I don't think so. I like doing it on my own. Do you have? Dude, I, I didn't get these other promos. I want to see the James one still. I'll bring the James one. I have to put some, sun, with sunglasses on, it's so much funnier. Uh huh. So much funnier. So um, I go to LA tonight and I'm filming a Disney show. Ooh. These writers tried to develop a show for me years ago and they called me out of the blue and they said, hey, we got Live and Maddie. The show is called Live and Maddie on uh-huh. Disney. Uh-huh. Um, and they said one of the, you know one of the kids on the show is trying to become a stand-up comedian on this show, and we wanted to bring you in as yourself, and you actually help him. And co- I like, "Oh my god, sure, well, that's cool." So listen, the money's not crazy. I went, "No, no, no, I'd love to a Disney show. Yeah, why not?" So I'm flying to L.A. tonight, bringing my youngest one. Uh huh. We're gonna. I have to rehearse tomorrow, film Monday. Tuesday, I do the Joe Rogan experience. Do you know what time that it's at, the Joe Rogan? Because that they they air that
2: live. You're kidding me. Yeah, it's live when he goes on. I didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: um, he, I, always re- he tweets going live in 10 minutes all the I time. I did not know that. I just know I have to drive like an hour out of LA to get there. And I plan on being there. I didn't plan anything else. They wanted to do press. No, no, no. Just Joe Rogan. Uh, he had
2: one the other day. I, I sent you a thing on... Someone, was Sam Harris, a guy named Sam Harris is in there. It got any, eno- I mean, I don't even, it's like two million v- downloads in a week. Well, who is he? Uh, he's like a kind of philosopher guy, atheist guy. But he, I love. It see, this is all the stuff I want to get hours. into. hours. It was a four hour podcast that got downloaded two million times or something.
1: I, I can't wait to get into, I love that's, talking all this.
2: That's why I'm so psyched to, for you to go on. It's going to be a, like, just a, a free-form...
1: Free-form, go as far and wide as we can. Yeah. And I know he's going to... I I, I have known him mm-hmm. since we, we kind of started together. Well, that's
2: the other thing that's going to be interesting, is you guys talking about your Our past Yeah, is going to be really, really interesting. I
1: it's think. so cool, and I've always admired him, always looked up to him. Yeah. And I loved his brutal honesty and philosophy and life. Period. Forever and ever, I feel pretty much everything he does. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I just don't have the balls to put it out there. I right. think, I think, being a father and all that, and you, you maybe makes me hesitate a little bit. I don't know. For whatever reason, I keep up little boundaries. Yeah, that's why I enjoyed two weeks ago or three weeks ago that podcast. I'm like, ah, you know, what? let me open the door a little bit. Here. Uh-huh. Um, even with the song like Unexplained, eh, ah, you know, I really want this one in there. Right, I yeah. want people, I want the real fans to know, like, you know, he's kind of he can go here, yeah. he can go here, and something tells me he can go a lot further here, here, and here. Yeah, <clears throat> so I can't. So I got that. I'm also doing um. Sex Pistols the um a huge back to LA Steve huh? Jones is very particular who he has on and I was honored that he want me on so I'm going on him and uh is it the Foo Fighters guy? Yes. Is it Pat Smear?
2: Is that's the guitar This guitar play. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm doing his podcast. Wow.
1: I'm so excited. Yeah, that's gonna be great. No, you have no clue how excited I am about that one. You have no clue how excited I am about that one. So I'm doing Pat Smear, and then I'm meeting <laughs> two writers for for TV development. Wow! Uh, for the next year or two, to develop a TV show. Wow! But I told I, you know, the agent I'm working with said this is a funny half hour sitcommy thing like a Mike and Molly, and I kind of disagree. Yeah. I think I'm much stronger in dramedy. I I, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> I, right. I want it. Right. But I also want to emotionally involve you and be able to go a little deeper, a little far out there because what I want to put out there deserves that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to put in some of the subjects I have in a. Hey, honey. Uh, our daughter just started smoking marijuana. Right. <laughs> you know, your father used to... I, I, I can't see that. I, I want people going... I want I want scenes where my wife is crying over a subject, like, so, like over one of our children, mm-hmm. sobbing. Yeah. And she's bringing up what she brings up, God, faith, and, and I have to... I have to come in a whole realistic left field view, let her vent her... I mean, those are... That's real household stuff there. How do people not know that that is
2: huge? Like, it might not be network television, like that type of stuff. I don't want it on network because it ain't going to work on network. Because, like, Joe Rogan talking about what he does. Yes. And It's huge. And it's because of the... Like, he's a comedian as well. Absolutely. But going that other direction
1: is what makes it so appealing. Right, like, I want to be... Like, curb your enthusiasm. I will destroy with a loose script. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're going to film us for a week or two, and you let us go, here's what we have to accomplish in this scene. Mm-hmm. And just go? Yeah. I'm going to murder. Yeah. I'm going to i murder. You just look at our videos, old school and thrash. That was in one day slopped together. Here's my
2: idea. Let's do this. Right. Even the things with like a... Oh, we can't get this person to make the appearance. At the end of the end of the video. What are we gonna do? And you go, all right. Have
1: this. Have this come in, and this is how we introduce the loud and rowdy. Yeah, and this is Dane. Then, and then uh, you know, I remember David, the director, go, hey, your wife's here. Will she come in and just kind of, you know, throw uh-huh. the garbage out and say, uh, hey, uh, you guys sound like the-. I'm like this is that's how we do it. Let's do it. Let's yep. move and rock. Let's rock and roll. Here's what we do. Let's move. You know what? I'm gonna dress up as you know to make this funnier. I'll dress up as Brian Johnson. Halford, can you get mm-hmm. me a wig?
2: Yeah. And Not, the other way is you having an idea and then 14 people going, Nah, maybe it should be this. Yes. maybe it should oh. be this, and it just waters it down. Oh, yeah. How but exhausting. That, that's the thing is the spontaneity of it is what makes it so funny. Uh, like, yes, I laugh so hard when I see you come up. With yes, the bit, you do. You die. That is what is the funniest thing to me. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not like when, it's not actually even what it is. It's your face when you come up with it and then do it the first time is it's that- so funny to me. <laughs>
1: That's because we're children. I know. And that that's the child excited, uh-huh. like, oh, guess what? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make some chocolate chip ice cream. I'm just discovering how to make it all by myself. And I need some cream. And I'm going <laughs> to taste it. Yeah. When, man, when I listened, cream. when
2: you left that last podcast with me and Joe were here, yeah. I listened to it. I swear we sound like we're stoned. Real? Why what were we talking about? You left and we were, it was when the, we did Lacuna Christina from Lacuna Coil. Oh, yes. and you had to leave and then we started going, all right, we were going to play off Mary Kill. Let's pretend. <laughs> Let's guess what she would have said. And all we did was laugh. The oh. second we said anything, we just thought it was so funny and I listened to her and was just like, Sunk. But that's the idea It's almost Why like not? It's yeah. because it's me and Joe Yes And it's like the same thing with you It's yes. like the second Like if it's just you saying something Yeah
1: Makes me laugh <laughs> And then seeing you laugh You know It was a lot of fun yeah. And I gotta say I love walking I, When we rehearse I love watching The nucleus of the band I mm-hmm. love that You're the You are I'm I, t- um, That name is sticking Silent <laughs> Silent Mike is sticking No Mellow Mike Mellow <laughs> Mike <laughs> Mel and Mike is sticking. But you are such a great leader in that crew without an ego and without being uh, too demanding. It's just, it's really, it's, I feel very, I feel very secure and confident mm-hmm. knowing that's in place. Yeah. I think it also, everyone. I really
2: admire it. What's great about the group that yes. is there right now is that it's almost like everyone is on board for, for the same goal. Everyone's here like for everyone's the same right. We all kind of, there's like, you joke around a little bit between each song, but it's not like uh you're
1: Yeah, not it's not like it. a big You're goof. not
2: avoiding practicing or avoiding... Correct. Your... Let's break the room up, let's laugh, no, let's get in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. you just start and everyone just gets... Yes. Just get right back into it. Yeah, it's been so fun. Like, I love... I love the idea of going, can we do this song for the fifth, sixth time in a row? And nobody going like... <sighs> Yeah, it's just like I think we I think we have it. Yeah, I think we had. No, let's do. No, this. we don't have. No, we, we don't have, don't have it. it until we play it. Yes, and it
1: feels like we're just listening to it. Yes, that fact that motivated me because there's two or three songs I don't remember all the lyrics. Sugar Rush is really hard for me to remember lyrics. I'm gonna have it by the weekend. Yeah, um, for some reason, Family Warrior, I keep mixing up. I do the same. Won't back down, and I never right, went right, yeah I, oh shit! Yeah, there's a soul in here somewhere. Is it won't back down? I'll get it next week. Yeah, like it. you
2: change the <laughs> the last ones. You alter the choruses, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I'll, that's easy stuff. But you guys, you guys inspired me. I'm like, oh, you guys now know everything. All right. Now I can. Re- now I need to really step up.
2: And right. Or yeah. So and once it's at that point where we go, uh, when we have it so down. Yeah Forget it Going a little bit off And taking Bad and a little improv Is gonna be so easy Cause we're so, so It'll It's just so Burned I, into us I love
1: it Yeah I love it I love it, love it. It's and gonna be great And I wanna thank Once again Turbo Rules Um Turbo Rules Came out With a, 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 a Again I know other bands Probably are used to Like reviews And great reviews And all that but um, these guys came out with another sick review. Turborules.com, under reviews, uh, they did us. Jim Brewer's musical debut will rock you and your garage. Um, he talks about, you know, he mentions Don Jameson, Florentine, blah, 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 and, and uh, Brian Posehn, blah, blah, blah. He goes, well, let me tell you, there's no shtick on this album songs from the garage is a legit album of a legit rock and metal tunes from jim and the loud and rod loud and rowdy it's not an album of him pretending to be ozzy and sing like sabbath or him pretending to be anything the opening track thrash is something we all can identify with Sure, and as adult, and he goes on to that, and he goes, Old school is easily the anthem for those who swear by the heyday of rock and metal and stopped listening to new bands after 1990. Not bashing those people because everybody has their preferences, but di- uh, but digging deeper into the song. It's more than just, hey, remember when we were older bands and uh, they were great? <coughs> The message I get from old school is more about where rock and metal is now. Returning to the community feeling again. Unlike a few years ago when you couldn't be a fan of thrash and power metal or whatever other uh, subgenres you can think of. Old school speaks to the idea of coming together under rock and metal and having a great time no matter what your age, sex, gender, and so on. That's the message I get. And then, he really struck a chord with me here, because he hit one of my favorites. And to continue on with the message in music, you can't get better than Jim Brewer and the Loud Rowdy wannabe. It's no, it's not a metal spoof for the Spice Girls. It's a song that really could and should be the anthem for today's youth College kids included. This song simply says "Be You" and takes a whack at all the wannabe posers, TV personalities, and everything else uh, of that kind. You know, he goes on and on and on. Dude, I—that's amazing. This guy, and he said, "There's nothing cooler than being yourself." I lived by that since high school and haven't had issues. I, I, I love this guy. Who is he? What's he from? Um, Tur- Turbo Rules. Wow. Turbo Rules. Where's this guy's name? Is his name on here? I want to reach him personally. That to- is amazing. Yeah. He does not, he doesn't have his name on here.
2: <sighs> like, he- you know how some good reviews, <laughs> they kind of just go like, oh, it sounds
1: great. Yeah, no, he got into. He, like, uh, he really gets gets what you're doing. Yeah, he really does, and i I gotta find him. Uh, I am gonna reply right now. I am absolutely honored by this. Honored. Okay. Anyway, let's rock and roll. Right. I gotta go to LA. I gotta learn a script. Do Joe Rogan. Uh, Tell me when you are going on Rogan. I am gonna
2: listen to that Tuesday. I mean, when you if you are if driving there, just like send me a text. I am definitely to Rogan. driving.
1: Um so I'll let you know. Okay. Joe Rogan Tuesday. Uh for those of you listening to the I'm podcast. I'm probably more excited about that than you are. <laughs> I know so you ex- are.
2: I'm so excited to listen to that.
1: Um let me ask something. Are you <clears throat> does <clears throat> this air Monday? So everyone listening, it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Right. Joe Rogan experience tomorrow. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Songs in the garage, the loud and rowdy. And you know what? In honor of Turbo Rules, and one of my favorite songs, let's play Wannabe. Yeah, perfect. Wannabe, baby. And let me tell you something. I am so excited when we rehearse this, because it sounds thick and metal. Uh When this is live, it's thick. Thick and metal. That, it is. Oh, and, yeah. and that middle part. Uh-huh. I love
2: this song! And the intro is going to be a huge. <gasps>
1: yes, we got a cool beginning. This is. Anyway, check it out. Wanna be. Thank you, Turbo Rules. Thank you also. I can't officially say it, but right now, uh, old school video. If you haven't seen. Jim Brewer, a Loud and Rowdy, Old School Video. Is it Loudwire? Is that on Loudwire? We're up for uh rock video of the week. And I don't, you know, this this podcast it, it ends unfortunately when we already finished taping uh-huh. this podcast. So hopefully, as we're speaking, that video won. Yeah. Thank you to Someone all asked, the voters. Somebody
2: wrote me and asked me what do we win? And I said, we don't know.
1: (laughs) We have no clue. And quite honestly, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I just like that we have enough of a following that Mm -hmm. would go out of their way and just vote for it and watch it. Yeah. The more people watch these videos, the more people listen to the songs, the more people are going to have the seats. Because once they listen to it, we're like an addictive, very good drug. Mm -hmm. I do believe these songs, this album, Songs in the Garage... Is a is a great healthy addiction mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully we could present it to you live all right have a going Later. good hanging Mike yeah
0: Run to Old Navy starting tomorrow. All Old Navy active is buy one, get one free. Two days only this Saturday and Sunday. That's right, your favorite workout wear is all buy one, get one free. Better hurry. It's just tomorrow through Sunday at Old Navy. Valid 114 to 115 in stores only.